0: This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible.
1: What's up? This is the most musty WWE superstar of all time, and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in raw. What's
0: up? It's your girl Sasha. Thanks Chip legit and You are watching Going In Raw.
1: Oh baby, I like it raw. Oh baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned into Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, friend, Oh, Steve here. And Larson. And yeah, welcome to Going In Raw View. That's right, it's our pay-per-view review show where we take old pay-per-views for a variety of reasons and, uh, and review them here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. What? We allow our uh, Patreon uh, $10 and up members, yes. the elite class, $10 and up, um, to vote. We put three up and then they vote on them. Uh, this week, we're doing WrestleMania 25. Yes. We're also on the... Pa-
2: What's <laughs> going on here? Why is it getting off such like a stilted a, a start?
1: That's, that's a weird yes you just gave me. He
2: said yes. Oh, sorry. That's right, Steve. Well, earlier there, I wasn't paying attention. That's why I asked what. I was <laughs> reading your notes <laughs> to you. That was
1: weird. Um, anyways, we're on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Like I said, at the $10 mark, you can uh, you can vote on which uh, pay-per-view we are, we're going to review. Yeah. Vote. And then uh, we also have a big sale happening right now. At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw.
2: ProWrestlingTees is having it.
1: We're having a big sale over at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw. Look at this shirt. You can get this shirt right here. You can get, look at this. Congress under Mecca Santa, Larson. I just took this one off, so it's like gross with me. Look at that one right there. And then there's a, we have a going, in. we have like 11 shirts over there, Larson. Yeah. Right now, 20% off. Yes. 20% off. Yes. What's, what's the discount code in America? America. I think it's America. America. Well, it's the big Independence Day. It's kind of post Independence Day. Yeah. Sale.
2: Summer sale. Yeah. Anyways, we have information up on our Twitter. Check it out.
1: Yeah, or just go to pros and like how going in wrong. Or that link is in the description. All right. So after that seller intro, Larson, we're going to talk about WrestleMania 25.
2: I will say we kind of got back into a good rhythm after the weirdness. Well, when my partner
1: looks at me and goes, "What?".
2: That kind of it's gonna throw me off a little bit.
1: Well, you should concentrate what? On what you're doing a little bit better, I guess. I know we should do some exercise you throw stuff at me while I'm trying to do the intro, and there you then go. then I'll be good. Doesn't matter. We can okay. get shot at. All right, we'll fun. start doing that. Um, anyways, uh, so we're gonna look at WrestleMania 25. Um, these work probably, I, in my opinion, these work best. And you mentioned this four camera kind of. These work best when the wrestling is is when there's something unique about the show. When it's, I prefer personally when they're bad. And so, uh, at the end of the show, we're going to give our patrons, um, or we're going to let you guys know, uh, the three options they have for next week's. Exactly. And they're all bad. They're all hilariously bad. It's all stuff that we can talk shit about, uh, because that's what we love to do here, going in raw. Um, this didn't have a lot that you could talk shit about, necessarily. Apart from a kid rock performance, No. Then I actually skipped through a lot of that. There were he's three songs.
2: I sat through the whole thing. Oh my gosh! Not because I wanted to, because he, I wanted to watch the whole show. Yeah, and it was, it was it it blew my mind that in 2009. Yeah, that was weird. He was still popular, but then I remember this was no. This was the uh, the uh, the time when he had that song that was a rip off of both uh, Warren Zevon's Werewolf in London mm-hmm. and Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> and that was on the radio a lot. Yeah, okay. And that's what he closed his set with. Okay. And if you had watched it, you'd have known that. No,
1: I... No, no. Okay, here's the thing. Watching that, watching WrestleMania 25, even if I watched all the Kid Rock performance, I never would have known from exclusively watching that, that he was still
2: popular at the time. I just kind of put that together. Okay. Because, you know, he had his, his first... Surge of popularity with that first album of his. Ba with the Ba. Yeah, that's the yeah. song.
1: But that was like 99, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it, was it was late 90s, early 2000s. It was early
2: 2000s, I think. Um, and then, uh, you know, I he just figured they gained b- that level of success, and then he had that song, and then suddenly he's on the radio all the time. I again. just figured they brought him in as a nostalgia act. I didn't well, know that he
1: was still like kind of a thing.
2: Knows. No, I think he wasn't necessarily still a thing. He was a thing again.
1: Yeah, okay. But not as big as
2: a thing as he no, was no. before. No, no. But it's funny you mentioned nostalgia because that song is all about nostalgia. Yeah, it's terrible. That's why it rips off two old songs.
1: But beyond that, it was just kind of a regular WrestleMania. Yeah, there were some good matches. Yeah, I mean, it had one great... The reason why we're doing this is because last week, or two weeks ago, rather, we reviewed the first Hell in a Cell between HBK and Undertaker, and this, of course, has one of their... It's, it's This has the match to the WWE, anyways... Claims of the greatest match ever. I believe so.
2: Oh, in WWE history, yes. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> the
1: to them. it's only right, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: Um,
1: HBK versus Undertaker. Um, that's the one before the retirement match, which we actually preferred. But we'll get into that. Their match twenty-six. What? Um, but beyond that, like it was just sort of a regular WrestleMania. There was, I will say this. Like there are a couple instances that I noticed of this. So this was two thousand nine. It was sort of in a weird. People are starting. Certain people are starting to look older. Like Triple H looked really weird. Yeah, he looked like he was maybe off something or on something different.
2: Well, I think part of it too is is we're used to him looking old with short hair or, or, or no hair. Yeah, yeah. This was him looking old with lots of hair. Yeah, I think that was part of it.
1: it we're used to we're used to one of two things, baby like baby Triple H where he had like a fuller face yes. and long hair. Yes. Or Triple H now where yes. he just looks like a football. Mm-hmm. Um in 2009 he was he right was both those things. He was both those things. <laughs> was both those things. <laughs> Shane was both those things. Yeah. Shane was like baby face Shane but his hair was just gray. Just starting to turn gray. Yeah. Yeah. But it was kind of all over gray. It wasn't he didn't do the temple
2: up thing. But it wasn't as gray as it is now. Right now it's chalk white. Yeah.
1: Um and then I'm trying to think
2: who else. Everybody was in the weird in between. And then you have Randy Orton, who looks the exact same, just way younger.
1: Yeah, but even Orton, like, when Orton, like, like 2005 Orton and 2009 Orton, I feel, I feel like 2009 and 2017 Orton look very similar. They
2: do, they have the same haircut, same trunks. Yeah, and he's already got cracks in his skin. Yeah, he just looks a little bit older.
1: Whereas, like, 2004, Randy Orton, like, five years earlier, was a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he had, like, he was baby. Well, he, was, he
2: was 23, 24. Yeah,
1: but then by the time he hits, like, 28, he already looks like he's 48. Well, that's, being a wrestler, I'm sure, is a hard life. Yeah, man. That was uh, before he got maybe, on the road. Maybe that was, like, right before he got his bus, And then he started, like, he just stopped aging completely. Could be. Big Show was, like, in a weird thing, too. Now he looks now he looks weird. He looks weird now. He's got the big beard, which is cool. Yeah, but he's old.
2: Yeah, he he's in really good shape. He still has kind of old man. Body. Yeah, he's in spectacular shape. He's
1: in he's in weird good shape. Like he's in good shape, but I'm so used to being to him being tall and round. Yeah, that it's just off putting. It kind of, no, I would say
2: off putting. No, I mean it's, it's just kind weird. of shocking to see him in his early WCW days. Oh yeah, where he's super athletic. Oh, that's
1: just weird. Him yeah. doing drop kicks. And I know. that's weird. Um, And it's weird that he was relevant in
2: 2009.
1: I know. It's because it's kind of a modern-ish pay-per-view. I mean, it's less than 10 years ago. Yeah. It's like a modern-ish pay-per-view, but he's totally relevant. He's like in one of the main event scenes. Mm -hmm. It's all strange. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, But anyways, it opened up with um, uh, a a nicely done video montage where everybody was talking about their favorite WrestleMania moments, the biggest WrestleMania moments, Uh, Cena, Edge, um, Triple H, talks about uh, watching, like, WrestleMania 3, I think, and saying, I thought it would be the coolest thing in the world if I could be involved in that. And yeah. I just thought of, like, his, like, you know, Warrior beating him in, what, like, two minutes or something? Yeah, three. no, it was less than that, I think. Yeah, I, want, I put here 13 seconds. I don't know if that's true or not. Because I, I think it took longer than 13 seconds for Warrior to to no-sell a pedigree and then give him a Warrior splash. Uh, like a minute. I think it was like a minute nine or something weird like that. That's 69 seconds, Larson. Um... And then, of course, they open up by saying, it's the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. Not actually true. It was the 24th anniversary of WrestleMania. It was simply WrestleMania 25. But they make a point. And I was like, wait a second.
2: Don't you count the year, the first year?
1: Um, Because there was no zero, it would not have actually been the 25th anniversary.
2: Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of splitting hairs, honestly. Yeah, I
1: know, but the internet was apparently on fire about that. Really? <laughs> yeah, because the 20, WrestleMania 26 will have actually been the 25th anniversary. I understand
2: that, but that's a that's, that's silly thing to get upset about.
1: Well, it's the internet.
2: Everything on the
1: internet is silly.
2: I didn't know they were that silly all the way back in 2009. Oh, man, are you kidding me?
1: We were silly online back in 1996.
2: Yeah, AOL but, chat room. But we weren't making uh, a huge deal about nothing, were we?
1: Yeah, of course we were. We were oh, kids. No. Um, somebody named Nicole Scherzinger.
2: Yeah, she's one of the Pussycat Dolls.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she I was a sort of a failed pop star. Oh, she tried, got
2: some success. Tried, yeah, some success, but not now. But yeah, back. Let then, me yeah. ask you something. Yeah, who
1: had more success in your opinion after Wikipediaing both these people, Nicole Scherzinger? Or who's the country artist that did that, the last one that we oh, saw? Oh,
2: Nicole had way more success. You think so? Yeah,
1: easily. Yeah. But he was a solo artist. I don't think she did anything outside of her groups.
2: I don't know, I don't know about that, but I know the Pussycat Dolls had several uh, pop hits.
1: I forget what that guy's name was. Anyway. Yeah, I do too. Um, a lot of pyro to open the show too. Yeah. So good for them. WrestleMania, they're going to have the pyro. To open up WrestleMania 25, there was a Money in the Bank ladder match. Actually, a hell of a match. Yeah, it was good. Um, let's see here. Long hair. Let me. Do we agree on this? Uh, CM Punk with long hair but no beard. Worst punk. Poorest design. Yeah, punk. I think so. Because with beard he looked great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: With short hair and beard he looked great. With short hair, even with no beard, he looked great. Yeah. Long hair, no beard. He just didn't have that cool edge
2: to yeah, him. Yeah, I agree.
1: He always had really cool merch though.
2: Yeah, that shirt he was wearing was pretty awesome. With the two
1: fists—that mm-hmm. was rad.
2: I always liked the one that had the rib cage. Yeah,
1: that, yeah, was, that, that cool. was cool. He always had really cool merch. Um, MVP. He came out. Mm-hmm. I can't stand that dude's gear.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: By all—I mean, by all accounts—he's a decent wrestler. He's he was not...
2: super over too. He was over. Okay, he was over. You know who got? I think maybe the loudest pop, Christian. When he came out, he got a massive pop.
1: That's weird, right? That's weird. Do you think uh, Christian was uh, underused, was was not used to the best of their ability? Or do you think that they pretty much tried everything they could with him? I mean, I know you weren't watching hardcore at the time.
2: No. I mean, if you ask me who is the star of Edge and Christian, I would say Edge. Right, And that's not even thinking about their careers because
1: Christian was kind of in the the world title scene for Christian was kind of akin to Dolph Ziggler like they were not they were they they did both get the world championship mainly when the world championship was not as prestigious mm-hmm. as because they kind of flip sometimes like when yeah, Triple H yeah, yeah, and yeah. Batista were fighting for the big gold belt that was the big belt
2: that was top belt yeah right
1: and then Cena got the WWE title and they kind of flipped yeah but at the time when Christian got the big gold belt, and same for Dolph Ziggler, when he got the big gold belt, the WWE title was more prestigious. Oh, yeah. And they both had really, really short, underwhelming runs.
2: Yeah, because Christian was in a program with Randy Orton when he won his.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about Christian's
2: music? Which one was it?
1: Oh, the one that goes, Christian!
2: <laughs> that's my favorite.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, uh, before this,
1: I think <laughs> uh, Finley was awesome. Mm-hmm. But what was the deal? He had—I I had never known that he came out with a leather jacket and a football, one single football pad attached to it.
2: Yeah, that's so, kind of neat though. And, <laughs> you and start wearing he wearing. He had the the Shillelagh.
1: Yeah, he had the Shillelagh. I like that. I like that they used to book Finley kind of strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came out with Hornswoggle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Shelton Benjamin. Literally, he looked like a walking championship belt, and he yes. didn't even need a big robe to do it. I know. Because he was going by the gold standard at the time, which is a fantastic nickname, and so all of his ring gear was like gold, and he looked really cool. Yeah. He he was a stud. Yeah, he was. And he had the spot of the night.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so anyways... Uh,
2: Speaking of which, let's get right into that, because... Uh, oh, and
1: also Kofi Kingston. Yes. And Mark Henry.
2: Um, so there's a huge ladder step on the outside and everybody's kind of fighting at the, the, up on the outside, right outside the ring. So Shelton Benjamin scales that ladder to the very top and does a flip off it.
1: Yeah, that was terrifying. Yeah, that was very terrifying because they caught him well enough to to, but it wasn't like a trust exercise catch. It was more like let's fall as he's falling catch. Let's break his fall. Let's break his fall. But let's make it look like he might die right here. Because he fell on his shoulders, I
2: believe. His yeah. upper
1: back and shoulders. Yeah. Like they caught his lower area. Yeah. But not so much his shoulders. No. Ugh. I know. Very dangerous.
2: And then there was that spot where he's supposed to do a sunset flip powerbomb um, off the ladder onto MVP, and MVP just botched it. Yeah. Like he decided he didn't want to take the move. Yeah. And that looked like Shelton could have hurt himself.
1: Some of the stuff uh, Kofi Kingston was doing. Especially as it pertains to ladders.
2: Yeah. I always
1: feel like he he was gonna get his ankle twisted in a ladder and then just be done. Like his his ankle would just get destroyed. I know. And There's a
2: great spot where uh, Mark Henry's holding up the ladder and Kofi tries to climb it. Sort of like we saw with with, yeah. with Becky Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. the SmackDown main bank ladder match. Yeah. Um. And yeah, Mark Henry pulls the ladder away. Mm-hmm. Kofi falls. When he falls, he gets his foot caught in between rungs of the ladder. Yeah. A little bit. And then.
1: But Mark Henry kind of catches him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like he, I think he was supposed to catch him a little higher. But Kofi, yeah, it looked like... I think if, if he hadn't have actually caught him where he did, Kofi could have really messed up his ankle.
2: Yes. But Kofi
1: Kingston He's kind of like rubbery, I think.
2: Um, Mark Henry gives him the world's strongest slam onto the ladder. Yeah, that was cool. Um, after that botch of the Sunset Flip powerbomb, Shelton Benjamin picks up MVP and just powerbombs outside the ring. Yeah, that was rad. Onto a couple
1: people. Uh, CM Punk ended up going over mm-hmm. after kicking Kane off the ladder, right? Yeah, this was yeah.
2: his second Money in the Bank ladder match. Sunset, that's right, great. yeah. And he,
1: And he still wasn't... He, I mean, I think Punk was kind of over. I think people kind of liked him. I don't think he was nearly as over as the front office wanted him to be, which is why they would always jack with his championship It's a little
2: weird that, because it was during his first reign, after his first Money the Bank ladder match win, they had that thing where they took him out of the title match when he was champion. Yeah. And then they said, okay, well, it's been a few months. Let's try this again.
1: Yeah. That's strange to me. Yeah, it is weird. He had a weird time in the WWE. I'm telling you, man, once he cut his hair, though... That's when, it was, that's when he turned it on. Yep. Well, no. First he
2: had to grow the beard out. The straight
1: edge. Yeah, he grew the, yeah. And then he, he lost the hair versus the hair match. He was rad with that beard, man. That Royal Rumble, I think we did a book of the match on it once. The Royal Rumble that he had a pretty impressive showing in, and he, was the, he had the full beard. And he had all the chest hair and stuff. Yeah, it looked yeah, weird. yeah. Yeah, he was rad. All right,
2: after that was Kid Rock performance. I
1: wonder what ever happened to CM Punk. Um, yeah, next up was the was the uh, Kid Rock performance.
2: Literally 90% of the audience act like they could not give.
1: Nobody was cheering for this. A damn. Nobody was. There were three. He played three songs. And during the last one was when. I like it was more than three. Oh, really? I think it was four. Really?
2: I think so. I thought I
1: read it was three, but you might be right. During the last one, um, the entrance uh, for the low. I, I, I'm going to say this straight up. Probably the lowest point in the history of the women's division in the WWE. I know there have been bra and panty matches. I know they've done May Young giving birth to a hand. Uh, I know they've done Trish Stratus uh, kissing Vince McMahon's b-hole. They had Vince McMahon like kissing a lot of divas. But this was bad. It was bad because you had 25 divas, women's division wrestlers in this match. They brought in a couple of former divas. The Sunny was in this match. Yeah. Uh, Mickey James, I think, was still with the company. Yeah, she was. Um,
2: I think they said st- I think Maurice was the champion at the time. I thought they mentioned that.
1: Oh, okay. Natalia was around still. Yes. Uh, the Bells were around. I think they were pretty new. Mm-hmm. Um.
2: Victoria was in the match.
1: Victoria was in the match. Uh, Beth Phoenix yes. was in the match, um,
2: and also Santino Morella was in the match as Santina. And Santina won the Divas Battle Royal. Like
1: the the commentators treated it like number one. Some of the spots, some of the, and I I recall like the Bella, one of the Bellas, I think it was Brie, I don't know, was involved in an elimination. Somebody was already on the apron, and she did some sort of, like, head scissors thing, which led to elimination. It was really ugly, and it looked super dangerous for everybody involved. There were a lot of ugly botches in this match, usually dealing with eliminations. And the commentators treated it like it was an absolute joke in the first place. Like who's looking at that saying, "Oh yeah, this is you know." I don't know. I don't know. Look, there. I know. I know for a fact there were quality female wrestlers at the time. Yes. There were a couple in the damn ring. Yes. Natalia is one of them. Yes. Beth Phoenix is another one. Yes. And yet they had Santina win, and then after he won, he did a really grotesque, like gyrating dance thing that I think was supposed to be for comedy. In fact, Santina was a fantastic comedy wrestler.
2: Too. Yeah, he could be.
1: But this was
2: weird. It wasn't good.
1: No, it wasn't it good It was not all. good.
2: No. Not good at all. Like, this was only eight years ago. I know. Weird
1: how much things have changed. I today. know. You know? Anyways.
2: Next, we had Chris Jericho take on a team of three legends.
1: This was great, man. This was Jericho at, like, full heel. Yeah. Slow-talking Jericho. Yeah.
2: Roddy Piper, Ricky Steamboat, mm-hmm. and Jimmy Snuka. Now, I want to take this opportunity to talk about uh, how amazing... Ricky Steamboat was. Oh, because man. you see, Piper come out. He's got a a, a gut on him. Yeah. Um, but other than that, he looks like he can still. Yeah. He looked good. Work the ring a little bit. Yeah. Snuka comes he, out. He, he did a drop kick. Away. Yeah, yeah. Snuka comes out. And he didn't look good. No, no, he didn't. He was like a million years old at this point, though. Steamboat Steamboat comes out. Yeah. And looks like he could legitimately still wrestle.
1: Yeah, and he did. He, he did. Is. He was <laughs> a and, wonder. And this was so surprising. And shocking to the crowd. They were so behind him. Oh, yeah. Especially down the stretch. It was just him because this was elimination, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: Snuka taps out the wall, Jericho first, and then Jericho pins uh, Piper after uh, running in Zagiri. And then, yeah, it was just one on one, uh, Jericho versus Steamboat. And, man, it was like it was at least a four and a half star match from that point
1: on. Steamboat had lost maybe a quarter of a step yeah. from 1989,
2: you he know? It great.
1: The great thing is, the great thing is Ric Flair was out there. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, their, their manager or whatever. Um, and there was a couple shots deep into the Steamboat Jericho sequence where the camera caught Ric Flair's face, and he looked so delighted for Steamboat. He looked so over the moon delighted at his old... You know, all time rival, one of the all time rivalries, one of the all time series is him and uh, Steamboat from back in the day. Um, And he looked so delighted that Steamboat was putting on such a great show. And the crowd, who were, were not expecting this at all, so into it. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Uh, Jericho did end up going over with the code breaker. Um, Then he taunts Mickey Rourke.
2: Well, first Flair runs into the ring. Oh yeah, Flair was about to throw attacks Jericho, then Jericho hits Flair with the code breaker, Mm -hmm. and then Jericho's all taunting Mickey Rourke, who's sitting ringside. This is after the wrestler came out,
1: right? And Jericho's running down Mickey Rourke, saying, "You know, you're a lot. You know, all these guys are like your character from the wrestler. A bunch of old has been's, and you're an old has been, Mickey Rourke." And uh, finally, Mickey Rourke gets, takes enough, uh, or can't take anymore, gets into the ring and knocks out Chris Jericho after a little bit of a back-and-forth mm-hmm. sparring. Mm-hmm. Mickey Rourke was a legitimate
2: boxer. He did box for a while, He yeah. did box for a while, yeah. yeah. He quit acting, I think, to to, mm-hmm. try to become a boxer.
1: That's why his face looks weird, mm-hmm. because, like, after, apparently he took so much punishment boxing that he needed to get plastic surgery, but then the plastic surgery got botched. So, yeah. He was a stud mm-hmm. back in the day, mm-hmm. man. That dude was a looker.
2: He was a handsome man. He was.
1: Um so yeah, that was a that was a decent segment. That's it was worth it for the Steamboat. Oh that man, was Steamboat so was boat. outstanding. He was fantastic. That was so great to see. And then you know, I tried to look up the stuff that you were talking about with his uh brain injury. And I didn't. I I couldn't find.
2: I found it in an article from Deadspin or something like that. Oh, oh Deadspin. They're good. Okay. In the fallout of uh, Shibata's injury.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. It's well, possible I got look.
2: something confused. I mean, definitely there was a wrestler in one paragraph that mentioned Ricky Steenbill getting injured, and then a wrestler uh, getting hurt so bad that his their hemisphere of their brain started tried to split apart or something like that. That, I mean,
1: they might have gotten details on it. All I was able, ever able to find with Steamboat was um, that he had an aneurysm two days after um, getting beat down uh, by the original Nexus.
2: Oh. Um,
1: because they did a thing, I want to say on Raw, where they beat him up. And I don't know exactly where the spot was, but it looked like it might have been a botched um, spine buster. Where he like really hit his head against the, the canvas. Yeah. Um because, you know, like Foley says, one of the first things to go when you're a wrestler is your ability your to tuck your yeah. neck muscles. And so it might have been that.
2: I, there's something here from twenty fourteen from concussion inc.
1: That that mainly mentions the, the aneurysm. Oh, okay. Um, I think that's the one that I saw as well. But uh
2: well, but here it says you're uh Oh, oh no! You're right. That is it. Oh, he, he's his breeding on the brain was so deep in the brain mm-hmm. that it says here the hemispheres of his brain were trying to separate.
1: Ugh. that's so dark. I think that's so messed up. Yeesh. Yeah, that's messed up. And
2: that's what made that's what made
1: him retire. So he was he was still wrestling. That
2: like. was I said that incident happened in 2010. So that's just a year after this.
1: 2010. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Wow. I know. Ugh. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Steamboat was good here though. Yeah, he was awesome. Uh, next, wonderful, delightful, Broken Method. Yeah. yeah, Brother Nero. Yes. Um. Yeah, this was actually one of their last matches
2: before going to TNA. I think
1: it actually was their last match. Um, I forget if Brother Nero did his CM Punk thing before or after this. No, he did it after it.
2: Yeah, it was SummerSlam.
1: Summer 2009. 2009. 2009. Yeah. yeah, he had the loser leaves town thing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, this is, this is a good match. It was an extreme rules match. Yeah. Cause they're the Hardy boys. Yeah. Um,
2: some good spots. Uh, Jeff tries to do whisper in the wind and Matt hits him in the leg with a chair.
1: Yeah. Jeff also came off of a ladder and hit nothing.
2: He was supposed to hit, uh, Matt Hardy. Yeah. He was trying to do a leg drop. Yeah. He was trying to do a leg drop. Yeah. That was at the finish. And then Matt put a chair over his head and gave him a twist. Yes. That's right.
1: Yeah. It was pretty nasty. Dude, I have no idea how Jeff Hardy's still wrestling. I know. Like, that's one of those, like, I think that's one of those freakish genetic body things where it's like your body can just take more damage than other people. Yeah. Because, dude, he came off that ladder ladder from high and just <laughs> landed. I know, like, right, I know. right in his was, tailbone.
2: That's just falling on You're your tailbone. you compressing bone. your spine. Yeah. From, like, really high up. From yeah. From, like, 12, 15 feet. Ugh, oh, that was nasty. Yeah, I don't know how he, how he could do that for 20-plus years. Yeah. But there's, there's a couple cool spots. Uh, Jeff set up two tables one on top of each other. On the outside, Mm. put mat between yeah. and did a splash through them. Um, Yeah, it was great because it
1: was yeah like I said it was two tables on top of each other like all folded like unfolded unfolded yeah and on top of that just to add some stank to it there was a chair on On top
2: of Matt (laughs) in between the tables (laughs) I know
1: too much of anything I know probably gonna protect them more than anything could be
2: but overall fun match.
1: Yeah, next up was my favorite match on the card because it was only 13 seconds long.
2: Hold on, you forgot about the, mm-hmm. the, the quick bit backstage between Randy Orton and the Legacy where they were just standing around the locker room together in silence.
1: Oh, yeah, and that's when I got a good look at Randy Orton's face. I was like, okay, let me analyze his face for, I'm like, he looks the same but young. The same but kind of like he's got less cracks, but otherwise he looks the exact same as he does now.
2: But it's I like, swear he still wears those trunks.
1: But like five years earlier, he, he was such a baby. I know.
2: Orton 2004. I'm saying gonna- he had longer hair. I think he was. He still had a, a. He was poofier. Yeah, he still was carrying a little extra weight. He was poofier. Look at that. Yeah, more hair. But also, he was 24 years old. He was 23, old, 23 20, or 24, yeah, exactly. Look at that. And he'll probably only been wrestling WWE for a year Jeez, or two. Look at that. I know. My goodness. Man, I'm gonna get
1: to the gym today.
2: Um. Anyways, yeah, there was that. And then we had yes. Um, JBL versus Rey Mysterio Jr. for the Intercontinental title. The introduction introduction to this match mm-hmm. took like about twenty times longer than the actual match itself.
1: JBL came out and this was it was obvious that this was his last match because man, he looked. I mean he looked kinda like me. Was huh? this his last match? Yeah, it was the last match. Yeah, he when he said I quit, he literally quit. Gotcha. Um yeah, he came out, he had won the Intercontinental Championship a month earlier from CM Punk. Um, I don't know exactly. I mean, he had a great run as champion four years prior to this. Yeah. But, uh, and he had sporadically come. He come back a little bit here and there. Um, he won the Intercontinental Championship from Punk. I don't know why or what the circumstances were. Comes out and yeah, he just he was like, you know, he was never like he was he never was a specimen. He was never trim. No. He was never trim, but he was always uh filled out.
2: Yeah. You know. I know his arms looked. Not terribly muscular.
1: It looked like it looked like he at that point was only doing cardio, um, because there didn't seem to be a lot of like actual like muscle growth.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like no development. Yeah, his body didn't seem firm.
1: Because I think these days he's just simply trim. Yeah. You know, but you're right. Yeah, it didn't seem firm. Just seemed like it was sagging everywhere. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then especially like, his love handles, which like I think they usually just came out. I mean, he just was wide waisted but it was like he was trimming
2: down here, but then it was like... Pfft. They still kind of spilled out of his trunks.
1: Yeah, not kind of. Um, So, uh, yeah, JBL comes down. He cuts a great JBL promo. Yeah. And even his face was thin.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed that too. Yeah,
1: and uh, he's running down Texas, I think. Because he's like, I always knew I'd come back to champion as Texas. And then I think he ran down he Texas. He talks about
2: how there's no champions in Texas or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, Mysterio, and the uh, Joker comes out. Yeah, comes wearing Joker gear. Joker gear. You know, Ray Mysterio must really love that
1: Joker. <laughs> He's
2: not Brand yep, He did not buy that from Brand <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Oh man.
2: Um, so JBL gives. Once both competitors are in the ring, it seems like it takes ten, it takes ten minutes for everybody to get to the ring. Uh, JBL. Before the bell rings, boots Mysterio right in the face.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was great. Well, it sends him to the corner. Uh, I
2: wish the, I wish he just pinned him and that was the. way. Well, he had to wait for the bell to ring. That's what he's saying. He's asking the ref to ring the bell. But the ref <laughs> was checking on Mysterio. Yeah. So we'll, that minute and a half was enough for Mysterio to to get his wits about him again after taking a boot to the face. Right. Because Mysterio wins in 21 seconds.
1: Yeah. He uh, yeah. He like a drop a, kick, a drop kick, six
2: one nine, and a top rope splash. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: a drop kick. He hit him on the back to line him up on the ropes, and then the six one nine, and then a splash. Yeah, and that was it. It was all very quick. Yeah, and the crowd was very happy because everybody loves quick matches. And everybody loves that Joker, not Brand. JBL Intercontinental Championship reign was Brand <laughs> X. And that's where my notes end. So I'm gonna go over to your notes now.
2: Cool. Next. We have what WWE I believe considers the greatest match in WWE history, The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. It's a really good match. It is really good, but I think we're I know we're both partial to the match the following year, and I don't mean this to be the same in the show where we 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 we, we talk crap about a match that's loved and respected because I like it too. Yeah, it's a good match. I just feel like the story from their match the following year, WrestleMania 26, was more riveting and more dramatic.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I really do like the juxtaposition of Shawn Michaels. Uh, literally uh, descending from heaven, from on high, basked in white light, in white in white gown, like gospel-esque music playing, yeah, yeah. and then, doom doom do doom, the, think the, I'm the, cute. And then the
2: fireworks come up in, in front of him. Yeah. There's no transition of music. <laughs> the fireworks end, they cue his theme, and he's sort of yeah, yeah, the he HBK starts playing. doing his
1: stripper dance, I think I'm cute. I know I'm but cute. I, know, I
2: remember hearing that that's what the, the theme of the match was. It was heaven versus hell. It God. was, yeah. But that theme didn't really play out during the match itself. No, it really didn't. Which, it could be interesting if they had worked that premise more than just an intro.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how far you really want to go. I, I'll put it this way. I'm sorry. I'm not sure how far you want the WWE to go with that. Because didn't they do that one year? Like, Vince McMahon had, like, tag team with God? Look how that turned out. It was terrible. I think
2: it was against HBK.
1: Yeah, I think you're right about that.
2: I'm not saying take it that far, but the I mean, theme
1: of good versus evil, as opposed to what this match was, which was simply small guy versus big guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Quick guy versus strong guy. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. And one. the match was kind of a, a tale of two halves, where the first half was a lot of back and forth striking and stuff. Then after, The Undertaker almost killed himself.
1: Oh, man. So, dude, there were two, there were two over-the-top rope spots. That looked horrible. The first one was when HBK flew
2: out the ring. Oh, did the moonsault and Undertaker? Undertaker not Undertaker only evaded, but like pushed him <laughs> further and quicker to the ground. He, he hastened his descent. Yeah, <laughs> he was there, and it sounds like this <laughs> when HBK hits the mat. It's loud.
1: <laughs> it's lu- dude. It's not good, man. It's not good. Um, and, and then that just blew out the audio. And then sorry the second one. I'll, I'll, on I'll headphones. No, this isn't live. I'll, I'll fix it. Um, and then the. <laughs> Because it did sound exactly like that. Um, And then the second one, what you just referenced, shortly thereafter. (laughs) Shortly thereafter, exactly. So, apparently the guy who played Domino out of Deuce and Domino in the
2: WWE. Yeah, he was the camera guy, right? He was
1: the camera guy. Well, I'm assuming he was a fake camera guy, unless they taught him how to work a camera. I don't know how that worked. Um, But anyways... He was the Undertaker was going to do a suicide... Not a suicide dive. He was going to do... A, a leap
2: over the top rope. Yeah, just
1: a leap over the top rope onto Shawn Michaels, and he was supposed to accidentally hit the cameraman instead. Well, the Undertaker... Number one... Okay, the thing that I like about most suicide dives, when you do it through the ropes is that all you're doing is just launching yourself into a guy and usually you just push them to stop your momentum and your legs go like this. But also you're going forward. Yeah, exactly. There's not much of an arc. Right. Undertaker, I don't know what he really hoped to accomplish because regardless of where that dude was... The Undertaker was going like this.
2: Oh, I know. He was, like,
1: headed downwards like but, this.
2: But he's heading downwards like this, if the cameraman was one step Oh, closer, yeah, I know, I know. There's a better chance instead of doing this, yeah. it's that. Yeah. Which I think was the intended effect. And
1: Shawn Michaels grabbed the guy and brought him where he was supposed to be, kind of. But even then, the guy didn't move into the correct position.
2: Not early enough. No. Right as the Undertaker's about to land, he drops the camera and tries to catch him.
1: Yeah, but it's, like, way too late. And the great thing is... After it's already done, like in the split second, and the Undertaker has settled onto the other guy, onto Domino's body, Domino like grabs him like this, like he's trying to make things better. All of a sudden, yeah. like he's like, Ugh. he's like, no, no I that's him, way too late, man. I caught him. That is way too that's late. What he's trying to do, yeah, exactly, yeah. Don't fire me. They did. Anyways, yeah, it looked
2: like Undertaker landed right Down on his, his head. Looked horrible, right on his head. head. That looked bad, and there was like an indentation on the mat out there. I oh, don't oh, know if that's from his head or the camera dropping or what, but it that was looked nasty. bad, that looked real bad. Was. But after that spot. It was like everybody had infinite finishers. Because <laughs> it was finisher, kick-out, finisher, kick-out, finisher, kick-out. Yeah. Kick out. yeah. Um,
1: Multiple sweet-chin musics.
2: couple tombstones, the last ride. The last ride, yeah. Um,
1: that was cool, yeah, HBK when he countered the tombstone with the DDT. Yeah. That was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, take your kick out of sweet-chin music.
2: I just felt like the second match had, A, a better story, more mm-hmm. drama, better flow to it. Yeah. That's just my opinion. A lot of people like this match. No, I know. Yeah, this one's good. Yeah, no,
1: I'll have to watch that second one at some point.
2: Yeah, I watched it. I think around WrestleMania uh, season.
1: I know I've watched it within the last 12 months, and I do remember liking it better than this one. And for the reasons you're talking about, I just need to watch. I need to watch it. Yeah. Um, HBK like, is like a lot more
2: defiant than mm-hmm. when we're at the end.
1: Oh, 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 no. That's, that was it. Pulling himself up. That was it. it. That was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. No, mm-hmm. that was really good. It was it was his last gasp. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that.
2: And defiant till the end.
1: Yeah, that was good stuff.
2: But anyways, the finish was cool. Saw uh, Undertaker catch HBK midair while HBK is trying to do a top rope moonsault. Yeah, that was fun. And uh, give him a tombstone. There was a lot of really good spots. Some good storytelling. Mm-hmm, Yeah. But yeah, I just kind of wish they had they had incorporated the the theme. Not literally, but just a little bit more. Yeah, man. Like if if if, if.
1: HBK is burning a Bible into, well, if like HBK it touches Undertaker's skin, it's If HBK out.
2: is a man of God. Why is he? Why is he like t- uh, cutting corners during the match?
1: May I also remind you though that uh, you know last time we actually saw satanic powers <laughs> all
2: yeah, in I the know. match. I know. So what may you're may hearing they is they involve projecting <laughs> images in the screen. I know. what <laughs> so you'd
1: like to see shots of uh, Isaac Yankum. <laughs>
2: So I don't know. I don't. I don't know how you would do it. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: but no little things like you just said. You know, cutting corners. You know, staying true to. You know. Or at least say, s- maybe
2: something involving. Or at least say say you know HBK's uh, historically. You know he he's been a great heel historically <laughs> speaking. So maybe there's a battle within him. Yeah. You know he's in a situation where oh well, normally I would cut corners, but being yeah. a religious man now, yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know.
1: How I about mean, he comes out with like a bunch of disciples and they reenact the Last Supper at the top of the ramp? <laughs> a bunch of local Jobbers That'd be great. He comes out in like Jesus garb, but it's like cheap cos- Halloween costume yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh man, that's terrible. Uh, next up we had... Well here <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you watch the recap Of course package? I did. Okay, this is so bad. Like, this is the kind of shit we talk about when we're like, man, we just went to the G1 specials in New Japan, and then we got to watch this. I know. I mean, thankfully, they don't really do this anymore, for the most part. Not to this degree.
2: Yeah, this was very soap opera.
1: This was so soap opera. It was so bad. You
2: have twenty-eight
1: writers on staff, and this is what you're going to give us? Edge and Vicky Guerrero are a, co- are a weird, gross couple, and then I mean, like, I love Vicky Guerrero; she's great, and yeah. I know this is all a heel thing. But come on, man! Once we've seen Edge and Lita literally have sex live on air, anything down from that is just gross. I want it's all about Lita. Um and then like Lita, and then Vicky Guerrero is like like banging Big Show on like GTV, yeah. And John Cena has that footage, yeah. And he's being like cheeky mischief guy.
2: But also uh, Edge uh, took an opportunity to get himself an elimination chamber match and beat Cena for the title.
1: Well, yeah. Well, once again, Edge does a lot of neat things.
2: He's done a lot of neat things. We are supposed to do that count out.
1: Yeah, I know we do. All the
2: neat things Edge has done. Has done. Yeah, exactly. That's number one on that list.
1: Oh, live section, of course. Yeah. I'm getting neater than that, man. Nipple. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, this match was... Oh, yeah, Vicky was ringside in a wheelchair with Chavo Guerrero. Yeah. He was around.
2: Yeah, I think because Vicky got speared or something. Something happened to her.
1: Um... It happened in the
2: package, but I don't remember what it was.
1: Oh, but wasn't she faking because didn't she get speared?
2: Yeah, she did later on, too. Through the
1: Okay, on this one, too, yeah. Uh, so...
2: The first half of this match was just... It wasn't bad, just a lot of back-and-forth stuff. Nothing... In terms of storytelling, other than uh, Big Show is well, yeah, they were trying to yeah, exactly, trying to get yeah. him out of the equation so they could fight. Kind yeah, of, I mean, but Big, Big really Show that. was
1: still like he was still good enough that he could he could pull off some impress some kind of cool spots. There was one that one spot where like what was it? Cena came flying at him and Big Show just sort of swatted him out of the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was kind of cool. Um, although, man, didn't uh, Edge at one point get both? Edge and Big Show up for an AA. You mean Cena? I'm sorry. Cena, he like had Big Show and then Edge tried to get on top of Big Show and then he like got off him. That, Cena's unnatural.
2: He's pretty strong. It's crazy. That was the finish of the match too.
1: Yeah, that was the finish of the match.
2: Because Cena gave AAs to both Big Show and Edge Mm -hmm. and pins, well, well. So I kind of feel like Big Show was just in that match so Edge didn't have to eat a pin. Right, right, right.
1: Uh, next up we had the 2009 WWE Hall of Fame class.
2: Awesome is that Ricky Steamboat the night before WrestleMania inducted the Hall of Fame had a match. Uh, went and changed into his tux mm-hmm. and was out there for the uh, the, the ceremony. Yep, and of pretty course, neat.
1: This is the year that Stone Cold Steve Austin and they
2: gave him an extended sequence where he rode his uh, ATV down the ring. What was Stone Cold's his last match was 2003. Yep. They they kept on talking about how this was like going to be his last appearance in WWE Ring or something like that. They said during.
1: I missed that. This That's
2: whole year. But he yeah he drove his his four wheeler down to the ring. Yeah. Um, did the whole beer thing for quite some time. Went down to Jr. gave him beer.
1: It was fun. What so what year did they start doing? The big Ballyhoo Hall of Fame stuff. Because they for a long time, they It was just like, like a banquet. Yeah, it was like a banquet thing. And then they started like bringing them out on the WrestleMania stage. I don't remember like, televising I don't remember. it. I feel like maybe it was. Because I don't remember it had being during the Attitude Era. The no, 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 no no, really. no, no, no. I don't I think, think
2: the, I don't think the, whole, did the Hall of Fame. Oh, it did exist. I think they started the Hall of Fame in like 95.
1: Or 96, that. I think. Yeah, 95, something like that. Um, so then we had uh, the main event. Which was Randy? See, like we're just ripping through this freaking pay per view because like there's not
2: a lot to talk about. Not really. '93 yeah. is when they started the Hall of Fame.
1: The main event was uh, Randy Orton versus Triple H. So Randy Orton had been terrorizing the McMahon family. Yeah. And at one
2: point, 2004 is the first year they they started doing stuff um, to coincide with WrestleMania. Oh, okay. WrestleMania 20. Who's so okay? Let's run down the headliners really quick. 2004?
1: 2004. From 2004.
2: Uh, 2004 headliner, headliner was. Well, that was a deeper year. Um, <laughs> well, there's Harley Race, there's Ventura, there's Slaughter, there's uh Junkyard Dog. Okay, so there's, Grant, okay so there's Okay, so no feeding.
1: real there was no real like headliner the way yeah, we know so him now. Okay. So 2005 Hogan. Hogan, 2006 Brett,
2: 2007 was Dusty.
1: Really? He was a headliner. Interesting.
2: Yeah, 2008 was Ric Flair, and 2009 was Stone Cold. Okay, all right. 2010 was DiBiase.
1: So that was kind of my question, is that his last match was DB DiBiase was a headliner? Yeah,
2: 2010 was DiBiase, Anoki, Wendy Richter, uh, Mad Dog Vachon, Gorgeous George, and Stu Hart. Wow. But then 2011 was HBK. Oh, yeah,
1: then it kicked into gear.
2: 2012
1: was Edge. Uh, Mick Foley and uh, Bruno. Bruno. That's right, 13, Bruno. and
2: then Warrior in 14, and then 2015 was Kevin Nash with a headliner, but... I think Macho Man is a real headliner there.
1: Oh, that's right. He was the headliner. Should the Macho Man. That's weird.
2: And then 2016 Sting, Kurt Angle. 17 to 20, 2017.
1: Um, yeah. So they they spent like basically you know five years just getting doing doing all the old timers, all the back catalog of old timers still in the good graces of Vince McMahon. That's why it took so long to get to Stone Cold. These days, as soon as you retire,
2: you're going to next year.
1: Like, Edge had it, like, been the year after. Yeah, I think
2: part of that was the circumstances around retirement, though. He was forced to retire. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think that's probably why. I mean, Foley didn't get in until that same year. I wonder if they want to do Daniel Bryan. I don't know. He deserves it.
1: He's got it. Do you think if they said, hey, we're putting you in the Hall of Fame contractually, can he say no?
2: I don't think so. I don't know, though.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll do
2: that next year at WrestleMania before he leaves to go wrestle again.
1: Yeah, he needs to. They need to not do that. Like, wait till he's actually... Wait till he's good. Wait till he has actually
2: retired. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, Randy Orton versus Triple H. <laughs>
1: um,
2: yeah, uh, uh, Randy Orton, apparently still upset about uh, Evolution kicking mm. him out, which happened like five years prior, <laughs> four or five years prior, <laughs> Yeah. Um, has been uh, wreaking havoc on Triple H and the McMahon family as a whole.
1: Because by this time, it was, it was known that Triple H was, you know, part of the family. He had uh, swindled his way into the McMahon clan so he could run the company ten years later. Um, And, yeah, so there was, like, a great video package, him just terrorizing people.
2: Uh, Punting Vince, punting Shane. And then, like,
1: handcuffing Triple H to the ring post while he does a draping DDT on Stephanie. And then kisses her. Oh,
2: yeah. And he also uh, RKO'd her at another point. (laughs) Ouch. So, yeah, he was wreaking havoc, man. And there's that one shot towards the the end of that package of Vince, Shane, and Triple H, all coming out to the ring to confront Orton and Legacy. So
1: cheesy. That that's like such a Triple H and Vince like, oh yeah, we we should be the main event here. I know, <laughs> you know, should have been HBK entertainment. Oh yeah,
2: in fact, that's how I watched the show. Oh so really? I yeah. watched that match last. Okay, oh, okay, that's good. But I didn't I mean I I'd heard this match wasn't that great. But I didn't think it was terrible. The the finish was so anticlimactic. Oh, it really was.
1: Because it was all like it was just Triple H. Like Orton pulled out the sledgehammer. Triple H used the sledgehammer on Orton.
2: Yeah. And then that was it. Well, here, the sequence of events kind of went. Uh, Orton goes outside the ring to get the sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. When he come, when he's coming back into the ring, Triple H punts him. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Triple H gets the sledgehammer, hits Orton with it. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That shit went right to pedigree. Yeah. In between, Triple H decided to drop like a dozen punches on Orton. Yeah. It just felt like more match after that.
1: Right, 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 it right. It should have right, been right. punt, sledgehammer, pedigree, done. And I think the point of it, of all the punches, because you're right, but I think the point was I'm going to inflict damage. The crowd should at this point be super into Triple H. This is in Triple H's head. The crowd will be totally behind me because this guy, he did a draping DDT on Stephanie and he kissed her and he punted her. And people are usually like, yeah, but isn't Stephanie kind of a jerk sometimes? You know? Like, oh, they're going to have total sympathy. They're going to be huge. Big oh, heat. Dad, i a huge face now. Dad, i a huge face right now. Suck it. And so they're going to be huge on me, you know, hitting uh, Randy there with a sledgehammer. And then, uh, and then and I'll punch him a bunch and they will be really, really fired up. But really, they were just like, okay, we see where this match is going. If Randy had kicked out of all that and then extended it by another two minutes, that could have been interesting, but that's I kind know. of a face thing to do. I know. You know, but it's like nobody really, I feel like nobody really cared because nobody really likes the McMahons as characters. Especially his faces. Especially, yeah, yeah, totally his faces. That's the point. Well, maybe Shane. People like Shane. Now they do, but I think they were kind of ambival- ambivalent towards him back then. Oh, like, what be. was he really doing back then? I don't remember. I feel like he, because that was towards the end of him being around. hmm so I don't know. I just think they, they sort of miscalculated how much people actually cared about them as good people. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't believable as good people. <laughs> they weren't believable as sympathize of people. Sympathetic we should, people, sympathetic yeah. Sympathetic characters, exactly. I know.
2: Um. So yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I think if they just got if Triple H hadn't punched Horton in the face, but a dozen times, if it was punt, sledgehammer, pedigree. It would have went over better. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, and also there, there there had there has to be
2: like a struggle there. Once you hit somebody with a sledgehammer, they're
1: out. There's and there's that you you rob the opportunity of a struggle. Like you have good and bad. There needs to be like good has to be on the precipice of getting destroyed by bad, and then you come back and the crowd pops for that. But it just it wasn't there. And on top of that, like once you hit Randy with a sledgehammer. He was pretty much out for the rest yes, of the match. Yeah. I know. No, he was out. And so... He, he was selling yeah, TKO. He was selling concussions. And so the crowd doesn't even get the satisfaction of the villain. It's not that you knocked the villain out. It's that the villain has to understand that he's losing. That he's been beaten. That he's been beaten. That's where the satisfaction comes in. Yeah. But if he's concussed, if he's knocked out,
2: then you're just, you know... Then you're, you're just beating up a. a you're beating uh, a dead horse, an unconscious person, <laughs> not exactly a face move. <laughs> no, I did like it how is. the match started. We're about a minute into it. Orton hits an RKO, lines Triple H up for a punt. Triple H gets out of the way and then hits Orton with a pedigree. Yeah. It's all within like the first ninety seconds of the match. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. This would be great. Yeah, they're just picking up right where Undertaker and HBK left off. Yeah, infinite
1: finishers. Lacey had made her a dinner and came in while I was watching this, and she sits down and and it's like just in the thick. Of, like, this right here. Yeah. And it's, like, it's so slow and so plodding. And she's sitting there eating. She's like, how can you watch this all the time? And so I was like, hold on. And I opened up the PWG bit with a slow-mo and yeah. the butt plug. Yeah. And I was like, this is what I like to watch more.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, after watching this Orton-Triple-H match, I thought this was better than Triple-H Reigns. Because at least there's not rest holds. There's never really a rest hold. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. The pace was decent. Triple H Reigns was just a bad. It was a bad yeah, match. That was a plotting, boring. This match. was a anor- This
1: is just a regular match that fizzled. Yeah, what you're talking about that Triple H Reigns match was just boring. Yeah, it was like Tanahashi Billy Gunn.
2: Yeah, was I bad. was never bored by this match, but no, that's not to say it was a good match. Um, yeah, I maybe it went on five minutes too long.
1: Yeah, I feel like I I just feel like you you're right because it opened hot. I just feel like it didn't really carry that passion with it. I didn't civic. really feel
2: like, you know, since the stipulation was in place, that Triple H could lose by DQ or count out.
1: He never really played into that.
2: Orton never did. Yeah. Orton should have been taunting yeah. Triple H the whole time to get right. himself DQ'd. Yeah. Get, sorry, Triple H DQ'd.
1: should have been, like, exposing his junk, saying, come on, hit it.
2: Whatever he thought he needed to do. Kick me in the ball For Triple H get disqualified, he should have done that. Instead, it was just Triple H losing his temper the rest saying, you better stop, or I'm going to disqualify you. you. Stop that now. And then Triple H would stop. Even the end, when he was punching... Orton's unconscious body. <laughs> the ref is like, you better stop him, disqualifying. Yeah, yeah. just said, all right, all right pedigree is, time. This is Yano. Randy, we're taking this home. Yeah, Randy's taking home.
1: Keep on playing like you're unconscious. People love a villain who can't, who's unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> who can't get to defend themselves. I know. <laughs> I think that's what he thought. I think he thought that everybody would be, like, super into that. Yeah, you get him. But, uh, no. Anyways. No. Uh, let us know what you guys saw in the comments. But first... We have to let you guys at home know which pay-per-view we're going to be uh, doing next. Now, it's too late for you to vote if you're a patron, because the vote happened before this video went up, obviously, because we're about to tell you what won. Um, However, if you like, uh, at the $10 Patreon mark, uh, pledging to our channel,
2: you, two, you can can t- so This has come back to the beginning where we don't, obviously don't know what we're doing. <laughs>
1: it's fizzling out. Just it like is. Let's just get to it. All right, here are your three options. Here are the three options that, we, that, that we, will be up for vote. Yeah. Like, I don't even yeah. know why we give the... Just for your own information, this is what was up
2: for vote. So you know what could have been. <laughs> First, Clash of Champions 14, the debut of the Shockmaster. We went for all bad. Yes. Yeah. We went uh, for all bad stuff. The uh, WCW Monday Nitro from September 25th, 2000. The night that Vince Russo was WCW champion.
1: This is when Vince Russo won the WCW championship. He's been big in the news lately uh, with his restraining order on Jim Cornette. When I say in the news, I mean like nerdy Twitter podcast news. Yeah. Um, And so I thought it would be funny to watch, A, a Nitro from 2000, and B, Vince Russo booking himself to win the belt against Booker T. I know. And then our last uh, option is the Wrestling Classic, which is – Kind of the forgotten second pay-per-view to WrestleMania. Yeah, it
2: happened after WrestleMania 1 in November of 85. It's a tournament, and none of the matches
1: last more than nine minutes. The longest match is nine minutes long. The shortest match is 13 seconds. Can't wait. It's 15 matches on the card, and they're all super short. Yeah. It's fantastic. And there's one match on here that got, it's only one of five matches, that got a negative five-star rating from Dave Meltzer. Um, junkyard Dog. we are so rooting for
2: this one, is what you're saying.
1: I'll be happy with any of these. I'll be honest. I will be totally happy. Yeah, we with really
2: these. did. We really did stack the deck to, to make sure we get something that will yeah. get something to talk about. Exactly. It's all bad. I
1: mean, the wrestling classic might have some. None of the matches are all that long.
2: No, I heard the the Macho Man matches are pretty decent.
1: Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. Macho Man's good. So yeah, wrestling classic. What the heck?
2: Oh, it's the progress. Oh, logo. it's progress logo. That's oh, cool. that's cool.
1: Yeah, they can't see it. No, anyways.
2: Anyway, so the
1: winner of this week's vote is Nitro from September twenty fifth 2000. Vince Russo wins the title.
2: That was a horrible idea.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So that's what we're going to be watching. Uh, That's your homework for next week. And until then, all these are on the WWE Network. Yeah, check them out there. And until next week, we'll talk to you
2: guys later. Bye.
0: You can host the best backyard barbecue.